Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. Well, today we start a new psalm, Psalm 109. Now, this has to be one of the most interesting psalms in the entire book of Psalms. Of the 150 psalms, Psalm 109 stands out as one of the imprecatory psalms. Matter of fact, it's the last of the imprecatory psalms where the psalmist is praying for God to judge his enemies. Now, the commentators on this psalm have a lot of varied opinions about uh, the reason behind the psalm, the motives behind the psalm, who wrote the psalm actually, but it's obvious from the title, if we stick with what we believe to be the authentic title of this psalm, it's called To the Chief Musician, A Psalm of David. So David appears to be the uh, writer of the psalm, but you have to understand the Holy Spirit is the one who inspired every word in the Word of God. So the fact that this psalm is in the Bible, in the Word of God, and all scripture is given by inspiration of God, God had this psalm put in here for a purpose. Now I'll tell you what I think that purpose is as we proceed here in a little bit. But uh, let's read these first five verses and have some comments about that. And so do not keep silent, O God of my praise. For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful have opened against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They have also surrounded me with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. In return for my love, they are my accusers, but I give myself to prayer. Thus, they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. So in this first set of verses, the psalmist, David, is asking God, please do something. The wicked, the people that hate him, the people that have falsely accused him, they're not keeping silent. They've opened their mouth. They're broadcasting their feelings. They're telling the world how terrible David is, what a rotten person he is, etc. and so forth. And it appears that this psalm possibly was written during the time David was having to flee from King Saul. Remember, David had been anointed as king by Samuel, but uh, there was a period of time that Saul got so jealous of him that he sought to kill him. And no doubt, maybe Saul is the enemy he's speaking of here, here, or maybe it's one of Saul's henchmen, one of his close associates, one of his close officers who's trying to please Saul by expressing open hatred for David and falsely accusing him. Now, it's also interesting that the word accuser is used here at least four times throughout this chapter. Four times throughout this chapter. And when you see that being used over and again, what you learn is in verses 4, verse 6, verse 20, and verse 29, that word accuser is actually where we get our word Satan. Satan is the accuser. He stands against us. And we know we need to be vigilant. We need to be sober. We need to be watchful because our adversary, the devil, goes about like a roaring lion, deceiving, devouring whom he may. Uh, some have attributed this psalm, and matter of fact, Peter did in Acts chapter 1 uh, to Judas. 
when he quotes from directly from this psalm, let another take his office. So he takes one verse out of this psalm and attributes to Judas who lost his office as an apostle when someone else was to take his place. So a very interesting psalm. Now, let me tell you what I think. I think that God put this psalm in here so that as you and I have to deal with people returning evil for our good, hatred for our love, and we get these feelings inside and don't know what to do with them, we can read a psalm like this, cry out to the Lord, and say, this is how I feel. And that's probably where we need to leave it. Like David did, he took it to the Lord, he cried out his feelings, his true emotional feelings about these accusers, and let God know about it. And he wrote this psalm. And uh, that's what we should do. We should tell the Lord, not the whole world. So I encourage you to read this psalm. It's an imprecatory psalm. Praying out, God first, don't be silent. Please, God, hear me. Lord, do something. I've got somebody that hates me. I don't know how to handle it. I'm going to tell you about it. And that's how we need to handle those who falsely accuse us. Well, God bless you, and I trust that you'll have a wonderful, wonderful day.